0: All right. Well, we're going to jump right into the word tonight. Uh, this will be our fourth lesson on prayer and probably the final one to, for, for this series. But I felt led today just to do one more um, in this series of prevailing prayer. And we're going to look at Acts chapter 16. And before we read. Let's uh, pray again. Father, I thank you that you give me utterance tonight. Thank you for boldness, Lord. Thank you for ears to hear what the yes. Spirit of God's saying. Open minds and receptive hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Acts 16.16, 16, it says, And it came to pass as we went to prayer. You know these men in Acts, and women too, of course. They were always going to prayer. You notice that? They were loving prayer. And they were having fellowship together and they were breaking bread together, but also it says they were praying together. So prayer is a, is a big, uh, item in the book of Acts. And I believe the reason that there were so many miraculous things happening, so much move of the Spirit, so many people being born again and filled with the Holy Ghost. I mean, you know, it started out with what 120 and then it went to like, 3,000, and then the th- the next report was about 5,000. And then it said just multitudes. They couldn't even count them. <laughs> Multitudes, amen. So uh, I think that this prayer going on uh was prevailing in the earth. It was prevailing at this time. And I know it prevails now, too. Praise the Lord. So we just, uh you know, remember what God says. You have not because you ask not. And it's just so good to remember right. to pray about things instead of just think. You know, there's a difference between think and worry and and trying to reason things out and prayer and opening your mouth and praying those things. Yeah, Amen. And, uh, uh, you know, I, there's times where I'm just walking down the street and praying for my neighbors that some of them I don't even know, haven't even met but I just say, Lord, I just believe for their salvation, the infilling yeah. of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Why not? Yeah. Why not pray for strangers? Amen. Amen. I used to teach that a good bit. And then one of my uh, parishioners, a lady in my church, she wrote a book on praying for strangers. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting concept, though, because the Bible says, idea. yeah, <laughs> because the Bible says that uh, in Timothy, praying for all men. So that means you can pray for anybody anytime. You don't have to know them, you know, you just see them and pray for them. And I feel like that in my life, people that I don't know have prayed for me, you know, and I know some that like my grandmother and others, my mother, that did pray for me that I did know. But I think there was times where people were praying for me that I didn't even know. And I've appreciated that. So. Hallelujah. We can pray for people amen. in our neighborhoods and in, yeah. in this area. You know, just sometimes it's good just to drive around and pray. I just believe every house on this street that the Lord's being is, you know, sending laborers to these people. And maybe we're the laborers. Maybe we're not. But they're going to be laborers sent. Amen. That preach the gospel. That tell them about Jesus. So here we go. It says that they went. uh, This is verse 16. As they went to prayer. A certain damsel, possessed with a spirit of divination, met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. Now this is King James, so sometimes it's hard to understand here. But this is this girl was a slave girl to these uh, masters, to these businessmen, really, and she was a fortune teller. In fact, she would predict the future in people's lives, and people like that sort of thing. Uh, unfortunately. Because it really is a dark area that we don't really need to get into. We don't need to open ourselves up to that. But, you know, in certain places, even in the United States, it's become popular to go to a psychic or a palm reader or fortune teller. And um, it can be very dangerous. And I think that people don't realize that demons are involved in that. And, of course, we'll read right here about this demonic spirit. But that they can... You know, you you open yourselves up to strange things. Um, and uh, sometimes it can mean a lot of bad things in a person's life. Sometimes it can even mean death in a, in a person's yeah. life. So I don't, you know, don't want to scare people, but to warn you, amen? To warn you to stay away from tarot cards and all that darkness. It's just full of demonic forces and uh, demons are real. The devil's real. He's not just a, you know, figment of our imagination or something that we've made up. You read the Bible and you see he's very real. So this... Okay, good. I'm on. It's that demon spirit. In Jesus name, <laughs> or the devil that you to. The devil doesn't want you to expose him, does he? But we're going to. He's exposed, and he's defeated. Amen. Um, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, "I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her." And he came out the same hour. Interesting. And when her master saw that the hope of her gains was gone, that means the money's Uh. gone. No more money for them. That's what made them mad. They caught Paul and Silas, drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers, and brought them to the magistrates, saying, these men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city Mm. and teach customs which are not lawful for us, to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. And the multitude rose up together against them. Now, this is before any decision was made or any kind of court. You know, they, there was not even a, a, you know, a condemning of their actions or anything. So, they acted very crazy here. And uh, we find out later that um, they should have been treated differently in this situation. But the multitude rose up together against them. The magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them. That doesn't sound like fun, does it? Thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. So they're beaten and that's not, you know, a really beautiful picture there. They've been beaten stripes on their backs and thrown into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And we know later on here that it was in the dark too, because the jailer had to bring a light when he went to to get them. So they're in the dark and horrible situation it, at midnight. The Bible says Paul and Silas prayed. <laughs> did they feel like praying? I don't know. I, I don't think I would. <laughs> I mean, I for like probably saying some other kind of words, <laughs> you know, you're right. thinking, what did we do wrong here? Right. And we, you know, weren't even, uh, You know, there was no judge or decision made. It was just, uh, you know, a a crazy multitude, a mob, really, that did this. So it's unjust is what I'm saying. It's unjust what happened. And Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. So this was out loud, really loud probably, because they're in the inner prison part and if you've been to Israel, uh we went to one of the prisons that that they archaeological had dug there, and it was something else. I mean, it was horrible. It was like a hole in the top of the ceiling, and they would lure the people down in it. So it was a, like a hole. They put you in the hole, you know. Um So, you know, there was no escape, except for... When you pray and sing praises, (laughs) when you pray and sing praises, there's always made a way of escape. There's God always makes a way of escape. Amen. And I know that you know that in your personal life as well. But they found out here again how beautiful God is when you ask him to help you, when you ask him and then you praise him for it. What a beautiful verse there. And 26 says, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed. Freedom, that fast. Suddenly, everything's shaken and then everybody's bands are loosed and uh, then, of course, the uh, prison doors are all open. And the keeper of the prison, awakening out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had fled. Now, I, you know, again, here's the love of God that's shed abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Paul said, don't do it. (laughs) Some people would say, do it. You threw us in that hole and, you know... (laughs) working for these evil people and all this stuff. He said, don't, cried with a loud voice, saying, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Now, that's another interesting part, because why wouldn't you just run for it? Now, I know they might not could have. I don't know. They were down in a hole. But others could have, right? But everybody stayed right there. Isn't that strange? I just believe that when they prayed and sang praises, I think they... They, they they saw a higher realm, a higher purpose in all of this. Amen? I tell you, when the devil attacks you, uh, sometimes you have to realize something really interesting is going to happen. Something really powerful is going to happen. And he's trying to stop you from getting to that point. And many times, you know, we've seen it where people are stopped. That's why he said, don't grow weary in well-doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. If you faint not. And prayer and singing praises will help you not to faint. And that's the, that's the key right there. Pray, prayer and singing praises will help you keep the strength that you need to persevere in something. And I believe that the Spirit of God was, was shaking this and doing all this. And they knew that. For some reason, not to run, not to go and not to have him kill himself. And so uh, here comes a beautiful, some more beautiful scripture here. Verse twenty nine. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before pa- Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do? Isn't that amazing to be saved? Praise God. And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. They even made it for his whole household. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house, and he took them the same hour of the night, washed their stripes, and was baptized, and he and all his straightway. So here they turn all this into a church service, all get born again, all get baptized in water. And here's the one that was thrusting them into this hole and jail, washing their stripe, washing them. Now, that's a really interesting turnaround, isn't it? What a turn of events. I love prayer because it turns events. It turns things. And it can just do such, God can do such powerful things when we pray. Amen? When somebody prays, God can move. Verse 32, and they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. Uh, that's so, so cool that here they are preaching at his home. And when he brought them, verse 34, into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Amen. So now they're going to have dinner together. <laughs> God is just so wild, isn't he? Praise the Lord. And when it was the mag- that was day, the magistrates sent the sergeant saying, let those men go. And the keeper of the prison told this saying to Paul, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Now, therefore, depart and go in peace. But Paul said unto them, I love this guy named Paul. <laughs> Such courage, right? They have beaten us openly, uncondemned, being Romans. And have cast us into prison and now they, uh, they thrust us out privily. In other words, now they're, uh, they're going to do this quietly when they've beaten us in public. Right. Nay, he said, nay, 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 nay. <laughs> Not a going to happen, right? Nay, verily, but let them come themselves and fetch us out. Now these are the people that beat him. Wouldn't you want to just let Okay, let's let it go. (laughs) We better know this. Oh no! This is so bold and so wonderful. And the sergeants told these words unto the magistrates and they feared when they heard what the Rome, what they, that they were Romans. And they came and besought them and brought them out and desired them to depart out of the city. I bet they did. Desired them to depart. Yes, yeah, settle out of court. That's right. And they went out of the prison and entered into the house of Lydia. Now, Lydia, this is a whole other story, but she must have had some kind of house because she had housed these men, not just Paul and Silas, but others yeah. for a long, good while. Amen. Yeah. Woman of substance, right? And when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them and departed And so, again, what a magnificent thing that instead of them going to Lydia's house and receiving comfort for all that they had been through, they were there comforting them. Again, I believe all of that was a result of prayer and singing praises. And we know praise is the highest form of prayer. So that kind of exchange with God, no matter what horrible circumstances you find yourself in, and this was pretty bad. It looks pretty bleak to be put in the inner prison like that. But God has a way, like I said before, of escape. And I believe that when we just turn to him, you know, uh, we sing a song, turn your eyes upon Jesus. And when you when you get your eyes off the situations in life and get your eyes on the Lord and just call on his name things really begin to change. Amen. I think it changes us first and then we see how it can be manifest his glory all around us and change the situation. So many, many people here were born again because of of this happening and uh all started with casting the devil out. The devil thinks he's going to win in situations like this, you know, but he is defeated. Anytime you talk about the devil, you should probably say, but he's defeated. Amen. <laughs> remind him of his defeat and remind yourself of that. He's a defeated foe. Jesus won the victory and he handed the victory over to us and said, now you're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, did you get anything out of that? Amen. Praise God. Well, I think we're going to receive another offering for the Gulf Coast Convention. Okay. For those of you listening online, if you'd like to give toward our Gulf Coast Convention coming up, April 27th, 28th, and 29th, we are believing God for the budget to be met before the meeting starts. Isn't that wonderful? Going into it, and so then the offerings can go for our guest speakers yeah. and also for the next meeting that God's put oh, on our Lord. heart. Praise the Lord. Uh, we were at, uh, brother Keith Morris church not too long ago and he sang a song, um, and we, David and I have been singing it since then. You know, it's just a cute little tune. <laughs> it says, uh, this meeting, <laughs> this meeting is paid for. This meeting is paid for. This meeting is paid for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and so you can put in whatever you want in there. Your car is paid for, you know, or your house Amen. paid for, or whatever, you know, your IRS debt is paid for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Go Jim Dandy, I think, <laughs> with this tune. But it's, yeah, let's sing it. So if you want to give, there will be a page that comes up there. And believe with us for this budget. This budget is met. Amen. This meeting is paid for. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I think we can do this. Yeah. Sing Let praises. The <laughs> this Jesus, thank you, Jesus. This meeting, this meeting is paid for. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. That's good, isn't it? Hallelujah. Want to do it one more time? This meeting is paid for. 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 for. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. This meeting is paid. Hallelujah. Yeah. So you can you can sing that about whatever you owe money on, amen. And believe God and thank Jesus and be happy about it, just like Paul and Silas did with their prayer and singing praises. Amen. Amen. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for this offering, Lord. We thank you for everyone who's been so generous already. And we thank you, Lord, for the ones who's given tonight. We we ask your hand upon them mightily. May they see signs and wonders and miracles, your mighty hand moving on their behalf financially, that houses are paid for early, that cars are paid off early. We thank you, Lord, for any kind of debt that they have in their life. If it's credit cards paid off in Jesus' name, any kind of bills, Thank you, Lord. We thank you tonight that you're moving, causing debt removal. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. (laughs) Praise God. Yes. (laughs) God bless you. We'll see you on Sunday.